Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Marie Gervais. How are you doing, Marie? And where are you hanging out right now? Uh, I am fine, a little bit tired. I am in Winnipeg, Canada. I usually live two provinces over in Alberta, Canada, in the West. And uh, I am... I am fine. <laughs> I'll explain more about why I'm a little tired uh, when we get to the goosebumps moment later on. Yes, yes, we should do that. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you here today, Marie. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Marie Javet hosts online courses for supervisor leadership, is an EFT coach and hosts the Culture and Leadership Connections podcast. Watch for the Spirit of Workbook publishing April 2022. Not that far ahead, away, right? <laughs> so, right, right. And I think your mission to transform supervisor fear into confident communication for effective team leadership is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Marie. Thank you. Wonderful. Shall we get to it? Sure. Okay. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Well, I have two ideal clients. One is for my leadership training and the other is for coaching clients. So the ideal client for leadership training is manufacturing HR manager or an operations manager who has between 30 and 3,000 employees. And the problem they face is they have technically strong people who've been promoted to operations but they don't have the people, administrative, or systems thinking skills that they need to manage their teams effectively. So that's their biggest challenge. And for coaching clients, my ideal client is a skilled professional who's facing career conflicts or transitions that could be rooted in other aspects of their lives. That could be loss of purpose, money fears, relationship issues, recurring health problems, or any combination of the above. And their biggest challenge is usually an inability to understand how their emotions are stopping them from achieving their desired goals. They also don't know how to regulate themselves or others when their emotions sabotage them. Yeah, it's always the sabotaging ourselves piece that uh, gets to people, right? That's true. And we've only recently known anything about recognizing and acknowledging emotions and using our emotions instead of fighting against them. And so it's not it's quite normal for people not to know how to use emotions as part of who they are. And plus, we've had this big, long history of saying that, you know, we are only rational beings, which is simply not true. That's absolutely true. That <laughs> is not true. I agree. So, but what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem? Uh, well, for the, for the industry, uh, people who would be, might be interested in leadership training, their employees have difficulty setting boundaries, listening, communicating effectively, and they tend to default to a technical or a machine answer instead of getting to the root of the problem. And because of that, That causes just multiple revenue loss, disengagement, uh, and many other problems. But what people will typically do when they feel that they can't handle a situation is they either keep encouraging when they should be challenging or 
they threaten when they should be encouraging. That's the most typical mistake. Uh, another mistake people make is to say yes to everything their boss asks without backing up to think about it and say, where is this coming from? How does this fit into my job and what the boss needs to have done and what the organization needs? And then finally, they also tend to avoid problems and just hope they'll go away. So rather than thinking, how can I deal with this more effectively? It's like, well, if I just ignore it, maybe it will not mushroom, but it always does mushroom. It's like an abscess tooth. You can't ignore an abscess tooth for very long until it poisons the whole system. I like the analogy. <laughs> we don't want to have that, right? <laughs> yeah. And for skilled professionals, what people tend to do is they turn to workaholism. They refuse to take any time to reflect or reset. They work way too long, uh, many, many hours. Take no, no, They don't have space to start their day or take pauses during the day. And then they end up becoming over-anxious and paranoid and blame others for their own issues. And then they just keep forcing themselves to power through. And all of that comes from lack of acknowledging yourself as an emotional being, as a biological being, as a spiritual being. You need to... You, those part, those are significant parts of who you are. And if you can't acknowledge them and work with them, they're going to sabotage you. Yeah, that's, So those are the typical mistakes people make from both of those ideal client portraits. Yeah, it's a, it's a downward spiral kind of like introduced uh, by yourself. And um, most people are not aware of that. So thank you for sharing this wonderful insights here. So before I ask Marie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Marie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Well, I have one that is good for both and then another one for, it's also good for both. So I think it's two valuable free actions. Now, the industry managers, I think, would benefit a lot from starting the day a few minutes early, say 15 minutes early, and spending a little time reflecting quietly and centering themselves on something inspiring before they get into work. That brings a sense of calm and control, provides perspective on what needs to be addressed later, and gives you something high-minded to, to aspire to. Uh, one thing that can be really useful, for example, is using an app called Virtues Cards or getting a Virtues Cards deck and you just randomly choose a virtue for the day that you might be able to focus on. Um, and you might choose something like assertiveness or might, you know, generosity or hope. And I go, you go hmm, I really, let's see if that applies today or I wonder how I can apply that. So that's one way you can start the day a few minutes early and center on something that will help you just uh, move up to, I guess it's moving your thinking up to what its its potential is rather than letting it sink to what it what it could, would default to that may not be helping you. For skilled professionals, it's all about starting to pay attention to your feelings and name them um, or even asking yourself, I wonder, I wonder what this feeling is right now, experiencing it, not sure what it is or have mixed emotions. And I accept that I will have clarity as I notice and acknowledge my feelings then. I thank my feelings for helping me. <laughs> and that that actually is huge because you're giving your, yourself permission to feel and um, you're giving yourself permission to allow a process time and you're giving your body, your mind, your your heart, every time and permission to, to give you messages that you can understand. Uh, so for example, I have a client who's had, who's had a frozen shoulder for three years. And giving, giving herself permission to 
feel and say, you know, I acknowledge that my shoulder is trying to give me a message right now. It's rooted in some emotions I've been ignoring, but I'm not yet ready to hear what those are, has allowed her shoulder to unfreeze. So um, we don't even know how much our body sends emotions into physical symptoms when we don't acknowledge them. So it's really helpful for everyone to just do that name and acknowledge feelings and thank them for being there until you have some clarity on what they're trying to tell you. So I would say that's particularly important for skilled professionals, but it's also helpful for people who are managing in a, in a fast paced environment. And for skilled professionals, taking a few minutes to start the day uh, to reflect quietly and have something that inspires you is also just as important as it is for industry managers. Yeah, so true. And uh, you mentioned at the beginning, kind of like this, uh, this uh, idea, just get up 15 minutes earlier and just spend the time with yourself, with your inner self, so to speak, to get ready, to get intentional about your day and uh, use that uh, as, a, as a resource of motivation for your day, if I understand you correctly. And uh, also that you mentioned that it's so important that also my clients so always, what I tell my clients always is that, you know, if you can't feel it, You're not able to perceive anything. So yes, you, that's right. Yeah, you cannot think yourself through change anything no. or make a difference. You have to feel it first. That's where you find uh, the power and the resource uh, and the energy uh, to do something differently. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I love the way you said that. If you can't feel it, you can't perceive it. That's beautiful. That's exactly it. If you can't feel it, feel it you can't perceive it. Um, uh, and, and you're shutting yourself off to data, <laughs> the necessary data that you need to make decisions. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Coming back to that old, uh, old school idea. Well, we are humans, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> to speak mm -hmm. in a way. No, no, it's, I know we're, we've, we've been uh, a long way away from that, but uh, we're getting back there, hopefully. So, yeah. Human beings living in, a, in an environment and experiencing things on multiple levels at the same time, each equally valuable. Kind of We've been prioritizing right. rationality, which is, I don't know what it is, less than 10% of what we can actually do. <laughs> and that's <laughs> only part of who we are. Absolutely. Well, good to, good to talk hours about this topic, but let's, let's move on to the next question here, Marie. So what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue, maybe also in a broader sense? Uh, well, since I've been, you know, doing everything in pairs during this interview, uh, I have a great blog post called Channeling Your Inner Scary Leader, uh, which is which is very helpful for industry managers to figure out when they should encourage and when they should challenge and finding their own courage inside of themselves. So it's just shiftworkplace.com slash channeling inner scary leader or just go to shiftworkplace.com and then type in scary leader and it'll come up right away. So um, it's it's a really helpful post. It has it has practical suggestions for how you can apply things once you've acknowledged feelings about them. And another thing that's helpful is I have a, a checklist for professionals to um, to find a coach. You're a coach. I'm a coach. Lots of people are coaching, and we want them to be able to find a coach that's right for them. So the checklist is called uh, the right coach. So it's shiftworkplace.co. So that's CO slash the right coach. Uh, so the first one was a blog post, and this one is a checklist called uh, the right coach. So how to find a coach that's right for you. A bunch of questions that you can ask yourself to see what might help you to locate someone that would be a good fit. 
plethora of resources. You're a treasure chest, Marie. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we will put all the links in the show description so uh, folks can uh, check them out. Thanks so much. So, Marie, what's the one question I should have asked you that will be of great value to our audience? Well, I think what easy and fast technique can help me calm down when I'm in, a, in an emotionally unsettling settling situation would be great value for the audience. Uh, I don't expect that you would have been able to think about that question, but that is something that, especially in the middle of a pandemic, that doesn't seem to be abating and is is acquiring multiple uh, multiple components. Um, I think that what we have learned is that we have to pay attention to our emotions. So one fast and easy technique would be just to stop and breathe in through your nose and then breathe out through your mouth. Very simple, very fast, very easy, but it is amazing how much power that has, particularly if you're with a group of upset people. And if you just start taking a breath in through your nose and then blow it out through your mouth, they will all imitate you and everybody will calm down. The subtle things, right? So, and it's, well, it's also human, uh, human nature, you know, kind of like we're mirroring each other. So kind of like uh, falling uh, in line uh, with psychology in that regard. I love this, uh, uh, this perspective. Yeah. It's a wonderful advice. Thank you for sharing, Marie. Wonderful. So we're already at the, at the emotional state here, bring, bringing, bringing us to my final question. It's a personal one. Um, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, my youngest daughter was born with a syndrome and the syndrome caused her to go through menopause at age eight. And I mean, there've been a lot of goosebump moments for our entire family as a result. Um, and we often say she's the sunshine of the family and she's, she unified the family. <laughs> and because of us having to focus on her, it allowed us to become a better family unit. But now she's 31, and um, after multiple uh, fertility treatments, um, uh, applications for adoption, and embryo transfers that failed, she has given she gave birth five weeks early. So she had a horrific high risk pregnancy, which was very tense for the whole family. And we don't live close to each to each other, so we're in different places of the country and in different places in North America. And so we've been on pins and needles for her pregnancy the whole time. Then she went into labor early. She had a 38-hour labor and two blood transfusions afterwards, and she almost died. Um, she had to have multiple medical interventions. And the, fam the entire family, extended family, was just on high alert the whole time because every hour that went by, we were more and more worried. And we're all from different religious backgrounds, too. So some people were praying and other people were saying, I'll help think it through. <laughs> And other people were just were saying, I'm, I'm sending love and light. And, you know, whatever they did, it was great um, because we were all unified in our concern and love for, 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 for my daughter. And she gave birth to a healthy six-pound, four-ounce baby. I don't know what that is in metric because Canada is all mixed up. We have half things metric and half things the, uh, imperial system. So it's all, it's like, I as wish long as it's healthy. It as long as, it, as, as it's healthy, it's all good. <laughs> the baby's healthy baby boy and seems to not have suffered any of the trauma that his mother went through. And she's still in so much uh, pain. She can't walk. Um, I mean, she can't even hold the baby because she has had so many needles and um, uh, bruises and, and infections from intravenous that her arms are too weak. It's just awful. <laughs> so um, 
one, our daughter-in-law said that she thought she had the prize for the uh, for the longest, most painful labor, but now she's quite happy to give that prize over to my daughter. And we, we said we wish none of you would have had that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It makes you, first off, very grateful to all the women in the world who went through childbirth and survived. So many, so many didn't and don't. And how has the human race been able to continue? Um, so it's been it's been a hard a hard journey. You can yeah, say that. So yeah. we're just yeah yeah we're really we're really grateful grateful that she's alive grateful that she has a healthy baby and 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 happy to help out as much as we can. So that's been definitely it's been a huge goosebump moment. Maybe not what you expected, but. No, no, I'm all good. So I'm all for the goosebumps with your family. And uh, these are challenging times for, for your whole family. And as you mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, she's the light of, she was the light in, in your family. And uh, I'm sure she will become the light again. It's very moving. So thank you for, you know, sharing this wonderful goosebumps story of your family with us. Uh, it's it's very touching, and I wish, of course, all the best to her. Send her our regards from the whole audience of this podcast, of course. And thank you, Marie, for this wonderful conversation, for sharing this wonderful Goosebumps moment. And uh, it was a real pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. Thanks for the podcast, and I'm grateful for Podcasts in general and specifically for yours because they help people to to understand things better and be more effective and to listen to them anywhere. It's and it's really a lovely intimate experience to have somebody in your ear <laughs> um, speaking to you in your ear. So uh, yeah, thank you for doing that. Well, thank you so much. So sharing these emotions, you know, when we're close to your ears. It's it's my pleasure. Thank you again. It was an honor having you here on the show today, Marie. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com